Are you a resident of Hell's Kitchen? Did you lose a friend or family member in the NYPD due to the terror caused by Wilson Fisk? Then you should be outraged over his move from prison to house arrest by District Attorney Blake Tower. Who can fix this mess and send Wilson Fisk back to prison? Look no further than Franklin Foggy Nelson, former defense attorney, Hell's Kitchen native, and people's champ who supports the NYPD. This November, write in Franklin Foggy Nelson for Manhattan DA on the ballot. By letting Blake Tower win, you are letting Wilson Fisk win. Stop Wilson Fisk now. Do not let your vote go towards Blake Tower. Paid in part by friends of Foggy Nelson. It's 8 a.m. It's 8 a.m. Good morning. What's up, Jordan? What's up, Joe? What's up, Mike? Hey, fellas. <laughs> uh, if you haven't guessed, we're here with uh, my brother Mike again. How's it going, folks? I feel like, uh, you know, I'm starting to get the hang of this. Yeah, I think you're uh, <laughs> you're easing in nicely, and it seems. It's like you're... Uh, I'm incepting this podcast. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, uh, Jordan, what are we going to talk about today? Well, we're sitting here in a cold room, reminiscing <laughs> on life. I think uh, it's... He's doing excellent. It's very te- <laughs> I think it's very telling that we're in a cold, cold place. Yeah. Because, you know... The, the Marvel uh, Netflix shows leaving has put us all in a cold, cold place in our hearts. <laughs> and now we're actually sitting in a cold, cold place physically. Yeah. In our hearts and in our minds. For, for some reason, I'm compelled to talk in a mild Irish accent. I don't know why. And, and <laughs> <laughs> this is going to get us a lot of Irish uh, You're going to get letters like for it. this one, I think. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> if you guys have... Um, I was going to say living on, if you've been living under a rock, but I guess not everybody knows what's going on with uh, <laughs> the Marvel shows in particular, or, or Marvel, but in particular the uh, Netflix shows. But uh, recently, uh, a slew of them have been uh, have gotten the axe. Uh, I guess none more shocking than Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, after it being probably the most, um, I guess, well-received of the, the Marvel um Netflix shows, but also uh, having just come off a of season three, that's supposed to be pretty fantastic. It is. I, yeah, my, uh, my goodness. Uh, yes, I finished it about maybe a week ago, maybe a t- week and a half. Yeah, I finished, it, I finished it yesterday. I uh, have not watched one episode. <laughs> so full transparency, I've seen the other Daredevil seasons, but I have not had a chance to uh, see season three. So um, Joseph, Mike and Jordan are going to handle a little more of the uh, <laughs> that load. Hopefully, I don't want to tell them to keep it completely spoiler free, but we definitely have to. Uh, Joseph, the only thing you're guilty of is not watching The Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> That's like... It's like Jamaican and Irish. I'm just yeah, saying. He, that. he just threw in the whole <laughs> the most Brooklyn accent you can think of. Right? Exactly, <laughs> Jamaican the Irish. <laughs> that was a melting pot accent. Yes, <laughs> I like it. Um, a little bit of everything. So I, I guess uh, where we'll begin is why do you guys feel like 
this is happening all of a sudden. I, th- I think it's kind of like, I don't want to say obvious, but, you know, Disney having their own streaming service coming soon, I think, is definitely playing a big part in this. So, like, what do you guys, well, how do you guys feel about that? Well, I, I sent, uh, I believe I sent you an article. Uh, I sent an article out, and it was um, basically saying that the heads of Marvel Studios, that's, for people who don't know, Marvel Studios runs the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Marvel TV has really been running the Netflix stuff. And apparently, the Marvel Studios people do not like any of the Marvel TV stuff. They've never been happy with it. So... They even said on Disney Plus. Well, this is from like what I read. Yeah, Disney yeah. Plus. They're not even going to bring any of these shows back, which is sad because, you know, I think especially with Daredevil and Punisher, they kind of had a really good thing. I going. mean, the shows, I guess, the seasons that have been made uh, will at least live on on Netflix. But uh, it sucks that nothing's going to be continued, and I'm sure uh, Punisher and Jessica Jones are going to be. Well, right behind the rest so of I show. I read a little breakdown of like, and they said that Punisher will get that season two out because <laughs> Jordan's like breathing a sigh of relief. I know. Right? <laughs> I saw a little smirk creep. You know that grin smile that like creeps up his face. All right. Jordan just did that right now. <laughs> but uh, it's getting it season two because it was already shot, and I I believe it's the same thing for Jessica Jones season three. It was already being filmed, so those two will be released, and then Dunzo, all the Netflix uh, Marvel stuff, will cease to exist, much like you know uh, Thanos <laughs> killing. <laughs> and and you know what? That, that all your favorite heroes. Yeah, and that brings us to the point that you know if they needed like a good reason to end all the series, like the Thanos thing, actually would have been interesting. It would have been great. It would have like been really great. How great would that have you know, been? You know, they need to like do a retcon and and like at the end of May whichever one ends up being the last show whether it be Punisher or or Jessica Jones they need to just add one scene where all the defenders get wiped out I mean like Punisher he's on a roof and he sees like the defenders and he's like oh hey guys and then they just yeah right they just and he's like what's going on and his hands like start to disappear the final image is like hit the skeleton on his chest (laughs) fading away and then Jordan like a tear, <laughs> single tear rolls. Somehow down. they work in Jordan's face. Don't don't put that in my head, Mike. Please <laughs> please don't put that into my head. Uh, I, I'm sure the end, uh, um, the MCU, you know, Marvel Studios, uh, wants them to have nothing to do with the universe they've created, even though it's been danced around on the on the Netflix shows, you know. They talk about destruction of New York in a couple of the episodes, yeah, stuff like that. I feel like, yeah, well, I, I think Jordan's going to say what I was going to say. <laughs> Go well, ahead. Yeah. Um, well, one thing, like, if any, anyone listening to this, um, it's definitely worth looking at uh, Alan Sepinwall, the writer Alan Sepinwall's, like, Twitter account, because right. he, has a, he had a whole tweet storm explaining, he has all this insider information about what transpired. Yeah. And it's definitely worth, like, reading that tweet storm if you ever get a chance, right? Um, I also, like, looking back... I kind of wish they hadn't tried to put in or try to tie it into the the Avengers universe. You yeah, know? I feel the same way. They should have left it. I alone. think it was an idea that they quickly realized was like, oh man, like maybe we should have done this because I feel like the last even like yeah, oh, connection yeah. with oh, yeah. with the MCU was in 
um, Luke Cage, they had mentioned Justin Hammer's like yeah. company, yeah. and then that's it. Like they really didn't do yeah. anything anymore. Yeah, it just didn't. It didn't make any sense, right? If you think about the context of like the first Avengers film, right, that takes place in New York. Where was Jessica Jones? Where was Daredevil? Where was Luke? Luke Cage is like this invincible guy, right? Right. Like right. he would have been pretty useful during that, you know. So it, it just it kind of just doesn't ring true. I don't not ring true, but it just doesn't make any sense that like these characters wouldn't have popped up like in the movies, right, right. and then like or the repercussions of like everything that's happened in all the other, like, you know, Civil War and all these things. Yeah, Why would yeah. that have not touched any of these characters? They should have just made it like Marvel Nightswing. If you remember when Punisher Warzone came out, that film. That classic it, movie. It's classic. I love it. But <laughs> but it actually opens and it says Marvel Knights. Right, yeah. On yeah, the, 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 the head. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So they, that's what they should have done with the Netflix series is made it its own thing and put it under Marvel Knights because it was so dark and like so violent oh, yeah. and stuff. You know? Oh, yeah. So what do you think, why do you think, uh, and I don't know if this was mentioned in the article you, you were talking about, which I think was from Cosmic News dot something. <laughs> but, Good one. Uh, <laughs> they're glad to have your support. <laughs> glad to have our support. Um, it's uh, co cosmic book dot news. I think was <laughs> the website. Anyway, right. uh, why do you think the uh, Marvel Studios hated the Netflix shows? Like, what do you think was? Well, from what I gathered from the article was that they were not happy with the way the the storylines were going at so all. So it wasn't like, the fact they, that like they were kind of hard R shows. It was more they didn't well, like Well, I the think story. that had a little bit to do with it. I don't think they wanted to do these like R shows, but also it's Disney. <laughs> yeah, they didn't they didn't like the writing at all. It, that, that's what one of the things that's mentioned in it. They didn't like that like it was so many episodes which is what I've always said about Iron <laughs> Fist season one was way too many episodes. It's not just Iron Fist. It was all their shows could have used. Except Punisher. Except, no, <laughs> exactly. I agree that. Except for Punisher and Daredevil season three. Yeah, season three was incredible how they I actually think made it. Those two <laughs> show seasons uh, figured it out. They right. figured out, yeah. okay, we need this many episodes and the writing was solid. Everything before then, even though I love Daredevil season one and two, Definitely they got a little redundant. Uh, use yeah. some trimming. Yeah, uh, but I think the most glaring one was Iron Fist season. Well, one. Th this is one of the things that I wanted to get into uh, on this episode was that, or uh, sort of, what do you think besides like the whole Disney Disney machine sort of coming in, sweeping up kind of all their properties because they know you know the streaming services coming, which coming, which we can talk about. Uh, what do you think sort of what were the the pitfalls of the shows? And I think the major one being that they were too long and that, that in turn led to some like really long-winded writing of the show. Because I sure. remember of, of the shows, because <laughs> I remember like Daredevil, Daredevil season one and two, like you said, uh, I, I loved both those seasons, but they, they were definitely two to three episodes where I was like filler. Like you can trim these down yeah. for sure. Make it a much more like succinct story. Uh, you know, less takes up less people's time. And I majorly felt that with the other shows, like a Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, and um, Iron Fist in those shows. Again, I Iron Fist being the the most glaring one. Like as soon as I finished Iron Fist, 
iron cyst. It felt like a cyst. <laughs> after, after I saw it, I was like, crap. I'm not, how am I getting this off? But, uh, but Iron Fist season one, as soon as it ended, I was like, one... Jordan can't stop laughing. He's, hey, <laughs> about I, your iron cyst. I take. I feel. I feel much pride right now that Jordan's cracking up. <laughs> but like uh, the, vision, the vision of an iron cyst in your body is. Yeah, right. <laughs> it grew as I watched that season. I am iron cyst. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that as. At the, right at the end of that season, I was like, if that had, if Iron Fist season one had maybe eight episodes, all the Much redundant better, yeah. writing wouldn't yeah. have happened. And not only that, all the extra money that went into those extra episodes could have been put into the fight scenes being much better and then he could use his goddamn fist right I, I think from a budgetary um standpoint <laughs> uh it caused issues having such long seasons because you had to tie so much into these extra episodes where you could have taken that cash push put it into say like you said a seven episode season and now you have x amount more dollars i realized like he undercut me one episode that's how much he did. you know like, you gotta slice it hey, he said seven. When, it, when it comes you, to you, you know what was the saddest <laughs> part of our for season one do you remember when he, they go to China. I'm doing air quotes, people, by the way. <laughs> they go to China and they storm some base. And it is so clearly like some junkyard in Staten Island <laughs> that they just threw up some flags in front of. I was like, this is terrible. The dude. fact that a junkyard in Staten Island popped up in Iron Fist made Jordan very happy, actually. It was <laughs> <laughs> and doubled, doubled as China. <laughs> and <All right>. China. <laughs> Uh, they shot Isle of Dogs there too, actually. <laughs> it's, it's the same country. It's the same country. It's the same They're country. all the same. They're all the same. Uh, I have a feeling our Staten Island listeners are going to. Yo, the guy, yo, the guy that looks Punisher, he gets it. He gets it. They're going to shoot. Hey, yo, I, I like that Jordan guy. Uh, so, what? Uh, what what were some of the other sort of damning factors you think that sort of play? And I guess this we can kind of get into like Disney streaming service too, because that also I think sort of brought the axe to some of these things. But well, I think overall, and I said this like years back, when you start trying to do like these really broader like tie-ins or whatnot, like you right. know this shit's gonna like hit the fan at some point. Oh, of course, you know right. even Agents of Shield. Even though that's been renewed, right? Yeah, I I'm almost at the point where it's like I don't even know what they're gonna try and do, but like you already know, like that's like you know, like it's probably never gonna get to the point they wanted. Right, they wanted right, right. to. Right? I I heard though, and funny enough, in that same article, they said that Agents of Shield is the one show that they feel like actually got better and like got closer to. I guess didn't what they, they do a like. Ghost Rider season? <laughs> I yeah. heard that one yeah. was good. Heard that one People was good, said yeah. the Ghost Rider season was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It would have been better if they had Nicolas Cage in it. I'll yeah. tell you that much. Anything's better with that's, that's highly debatable <laughs> given given Nicolas Cage's career at the time. Uh Jordan, Nicolas Cage makes anything better. Exactly. But I'll agree with you that if Nicolas Cage came back <laughs> for TV as Ghost Rider, I'd be fine with that. With that dyed jet black hair. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> We get a cage moment, rage cage moment, rage cage every, moment. Every episode, it would be amazing. Um, Tune in for the next rage cage. 
He has to ABC. freak out just to turn into Ghost Rider. <laughs> 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 Not the beat. <laughs> Not the beat. They're <laughs> well, <laughs> like, what is every episode? <laughs> bees in it. <laughs> I don't remember Ghost Rider being attacked by bees every time he changed. Oh. <laughs> But yeah, I think um, every time a series gets really broad, right? It really like it. It can, it, you know, it could be a little you know putting off for a lot of people. I mean, I think the biggest, the biggest miss was probably the Inhumans, right? That was oh my the god, the one that none of us in here probably watched. Nobody watched. Yeah, I, no one watched. I watched maybe fifteen minutes of the first episode and I had to shut it off. I was like, I can't even give this time. Just to get us back on track here, uh one of the other things that I thought was interesting was um uh all the religious, well Catholic iconography sort of being uh linked to this season of Daredevil. It's always been like a part of the show, but you're seeing a lot of um stuff on like subway ads and bus ads and and different things like that. But it's one of the best aspects of season three, honestly. Like, it, it starts off with, like, these, a few, like, powerful scenes of, like, Daredevil talking to uh, uh, the priest and then the nun, who later goes on to have a much bigger storyline. Yeah, and, I know you um, guys really like that arc in the, uh, yeah. in the season. And, oh, man. And um, you can go into some detail. It's all right. I'm not going to do I'm still going to watch it either way. But, but yeah, yeah, we don't want to ruin that. For, not, like, to be honest, like that reveal was so big. Yeah. That <laughs> even like, because like, like, listen, I could tell you that, okay, he fights Bullseye on this, right? Like, no one gives a shit because, like, yo, it was, yo, I know shit. Oh, but they was going to fight Bullseye. Oh, 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 real big surprise there. Like, who fucking cares, right? But the, but the twist, like, when you get to like, what is that, episode six or whatnot? No, or? I think it, that comes like episode seven or seven, eight. Seven, eight, right? That one I was just like, oh, oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like, th- like that, that's part of what made it so compelling. Right. Um, you know, their ability to kind of tie in these, this, these religious aspects, which might be at the, in, initially maybe jarring or put like, you know, off putting for some people right. really makes it more, um, for me, compelling, you know. And, one thing that I wanted to bring up too, and you know I was definitely going to go here, was that I feel like the Marvel Netflix series, they are in some ways way more law enforcement and paramilitary oriented than even the MCU, right? Uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The whole Punisher uh, Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, like almost every one of their shows has like incorporates like a detective yeah somebody <laughs> i'm gonna i'm just gonna ring off the military yeah. so it's like they definitely do and yeah. it makes it that much more compelling too especially like you get these scenes in like the new the office of like you know new york police station same thing to be honest with the newspapers i love that aspect too the right, right. Of, like, well that was one of the, the great things in uh, daredevil season one the whole arc with the news reporter the older news reporter right, uh, right. Oh, can I feel, what did you think about the karen episode this the, well it's kind of half the episode and it's kind of like a standalone Karen story that you remember, like they do that flashback of Karen's story. Uh, without spoiling anything to the, for the listeners, I thought it was, I thought it, at first I was like, oh my God, a flashback episode. But when you start getting into it, you actually get grateful. You're actually thankful they actually put that in there because it's true. Like there are oftentimes where they, where they miss like developing characters like that. Exactly. And you, you get, you get a snapshot of what her life is like. She is part of like the, uh, like the, the, 
the you know the white lower working class in like middle America and, and you it, get and it kind of like frames Karen's life as someone that ran away from you know her life wherever she was from to New Vermont. York right Vermont, right. Vermont yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jordan just got shivers down yeah. his spine no but everything the way they characterize it and I I know you guys go to Vermont uh well Joe goes to Vermont more frequently you Vermont right. Yeah, <laughs> guy likes to ski. All of a sudden, he's he's getting. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm like, is it Vermont or Maine? I'm like, wait. No, no wait, it's I'm... Vermont, but I'm sure there's like you know super low class country <laughs> bumpkin areas of Vermont. No, I mean Vermont right. actually has like a a, a pretty bad like not just issue, ski resort. Right? It's like, not like the ski resort state. Right, right. <laughs> it kind of is, but kind of is. There's also also a meth problem that yeah. comes with that. I think. Right. So the fact that they, they characterized her in that way, I think, like was was was. I think that was really smart because, you know, like she's kind of like in for most of those seasons, she's kind of presented as like, you know, like I hate to call it like a like a like a liberal media elite, if you will. Right. You yeah. know, but that's kind of like the vibe that you used to get from her. Right. And then you kind of realize, like, oh, she's part of like that world that she ran here away because of like, you know, shit going bad. Right. Yeah. Um, and like her life's completely changed from yeah. what like it is in the city to what it used to be. And it definitely informs her character exactly. a lot more like and it's only half an episode because at first i was thinking oh man like it started and i was like oh this is gonna be the whole episode like when are we getting into this daredevil stuff like they just <laughs> dropped the bomb on us and it it gives you like half an episode it, and it gets really interesting like you get a lot of because they start mentioning all that stuff about her brother yeah. earlier in the season and then it jumps like halfway through the episode it comes back and you see Karen with like the nun and there's a scene mm-hmm. and then it goes deeper. Yeah. So Karen reaffirms her faith and links up <laughs> with uh, two um, working class Irish from Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, so just to get us a little so bad. So we know who Karen voted for. <laughs> Big Trump support. <laughs> um, just to get us sort of back on track with the uh, the cancellations. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the streaming service. So the fact that I think the streaming service, besides maybe some of the numbers not being there for these Netflix shows, because I think some of them weren't doing particularly well. Uh, I think the Disney streaming service has a, a, a is a big reason as one of the big reasons as to why some of these shows are getting canceled and probably all of them at some point. I would say it's probably the biggest reason. Right. Uh, What do you think uh, sort of the future is for these characters? Do you think they're going to end up uh, popping up on that streaming service, obviously in a different capacity, which kind of sucks for the actors, right? You would think like, man, it would be great to like have these guys still play these characters, especially... D'Onofrio is kingpin. If I well, first of all, my love for D'Onofrio in anything he does knows no bounds. <laughs> right. But he is hands down yeah, he's the fantastic. perfect kingpin. Yeah, he's fantastic. Like, yeah. I, I can't see anybody else doing that role better than Vincent D'Onofrio. But then like you think about Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Great. My God. And obviously, <laughs> John Bernthal's Punisher is <laughs> probably... <laughs> That's also... Great cast. Yeah, like yeah. that. Beyond, beyond D'Onofrio, he's probably like right. the second yeah. most perfect. Marvel character. Marvel was searching for a Punisher for a long time, and Bernthal yeah. really uh, scratched that itch. For yeah, him, oh, yeah. Really. oh yeah. So it's like, it's tough. It's going to be really tough to like see these characters. These in particular, those three maybe. Right. And, and, you know, I love like like Foggy Nelson and Karen. Like those characters have come around. Like at first I was kind of like, eh, but like they've definitely come around right. as like a tight-knit unit. 
But like, I guess you can recast them. The other people, it's gonna be tough. I gotta say, out of all of them, though, one of the people that would maybe have a big push to come back just because of the popularity, uh, Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. She has a huge, huge fan uh, following, and I think she would have. um, Not that they 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 would bring her back because I think they want to just sort of sever all those ties but she has a very very big fan file like whenever we go to comic con and stuff like that everybody leather jacket scarf you know like that whole thing it's also Um, a really easy costume no offense (laughs) (laughs) which but you want to know what people know it yeah but people know 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 what part of what i wrote down in my notes because i wrote notes he's essentially negan jordan is the only note she's essentially negan without the bad if you think (laughs) kind of yeah (laughs) and and a gray scarf instead of a red one (laughs) right um was that the costume in season three of Daredevil, I actually thought were really, really smart. Like one th- one thing I I've actually as a whole for like the Netflix MCU is that they they did a good job of not like you know they, they and they've pointed fun they've made fun of this in the past where like they you know like it makes sense that Luke Cage is not wearing like a yellow shirt all the time he's wearing a Carhartt jacket which is you know a symbol of his solidarity with the black working class right. you know how close Amen. I was to buying that Carhartt hoodie <laughs> yeah. they were selling the Luke Cage Carhartt hoodie I wanted it so bad last year I saw it right um, and I think like you know the Jessica Jones example is a fantastic example too where um, these are street level these are they call them street level characters right yeah. the, the only one that really had like a quote unquote costume was probably Daredevil, Daredevil right? and even he isn't in that costume in, in season three. In season three, right? And that's well, and for a long, long say, part of season one, he wasn't in yeah. it either. Although right. I'll say I'm a little upset that we're not going to get Bullseye's costume. <laughs> right. And, that kind of sucks. And also, spoiler <laughs> alert, uh, at some point, uh, Bullseye wears the Daredevil costume. Oh, well, that was, uh, but that, that you kind of know it's in the tra- yeah, it's, in it's in the, the uh, right right. So that was, but it's also in the trailer that, for the show, and that's really yeah. smart too. Is that they weren't a point? There wasn't. They weren't going to get a guy with like you know, a, a, a black body armor suit with, with circles on <laughs> right, it. It looks right. like a giant target. Like, it looks like Target, like Target store. Right? You hold target. your tongue, damn it. I wanted that Honest, so Honestly, they, I think they missed genius marketing there. Right. <laughs> He's got a, like a Target bag on his head. <laughs> He's like, I couldn't find a costume. He just spray paints a Target bag and throws it over his head. <laughs> you know, um, and yeah, so I, I thought like that was really smart and like, I don't know, like, we're not going to get any more of that. We're going to, you know, it's going to go back to how we... It's going to be much more produced, I guess you could say. Like, yeah. with with, uh, yeah. with Marvel taking it over, there's gonna it's going to be... It's going to be bigger, you know, and a little more... Well, and I don't know, I, I feel like these stories... Although, like, it's a, sometimes it's a little, like, you know, that they do the uh, Hell's Kitchen and the... You know the grittiest place on earth, and it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> I eat there all the time. Not to mention they, <laughs> but, made, they made Hell's Kitchen like half of Manhattan in that. Yeah, show. no, I know. <laughs> I know. Hell's, Hell's Kitchen is like a fifteen block radius, yeah, right. which honestly works for like anybody outside New York. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, man, that Hell's Kitchen. You know, Johnny's going to New York this summer. We should tell them not to go to Hell's Kitchen. Uh, but I don't know what that voice was. Watch out for that kingpin. <laughs> But uh, it's th- just them sort of being in this like small centralized yeah. neighborhood really grounded the stories in yeah. a way that I liked. Whereas like the MCU stuff is so broad and so big. Well, you know what? You One know? thing I realized too that the reason I knew this was going to go in this direction was when, um, honestly, when Spider Man got acquired back to yeah, like, I, yeah. that's how because like so anyone listening knows that Spider Man is usually always the nucleus for all. 
the characters. And it's kind of fitting because this is a guy that spins webs, right? Right, right. And in a lot of ways, it's representative of like how connected he is with the entire Marvel universe, right? right? So when there was no plans to like, you know, put Spider-Man into like an episode or even like mention him anywhere, that's how you knew this was going to go. This wasn't going to go. Cause, right, because like he's in New York, yeah. He's in, he, <laughs> he symbolizes New York, right? right? Yeah. And on top of that, every villain... Every villain in in the like you know whether they're X Men villain whether they're Spider Man's fought all of them. But it's true, Kingpin. like Kingpin and Spider Man have, Man have a big you know like I mean? story arcs together in the comic book. So how dope would it be the Nafriel fighting Spider Man? Exactly. Man. <laughs> Could you imagine like yo dead that was like yo Spider Man. Help me out. Yeah, right, right, exactly. Get exactly. my ass handed me by Bolsa. Nice, <laughs> you swung in, and uh... yeah, it's, uh, it, you're right. That was very telling. Like the fact that there yeah. was like no plans to to bring him in any of those stories. Um, yeah, just I mean, D- Disney is you know they've everybody hates the Disney juggernaut. I've, I've said like I'm not. It, it's a little alarming, but I don't hate it as much as a lot of other people do. But they're approaching this in a way where one they're buying like the 20th century fox uh purchase and like merger is is very clever because one that gets marvel characters back in their pocket as well right like i believe fantastic uh, fantastic four and was x-men um but that was also just small for their streaming service and i think i mentioned this in the last episode because now they get all those fox properties to also stream on their channel so they're just kind of approaching this in a very (laughs) dominant (laughs) and smart way so Cutting all those those Netflix shows, you know, obviously is better for them because it's like why ha- why drive people to Netflix when you want to well, have them? It's come not over? even that. Like people at first thought they were canceling the shows to bring it to their streaming service, right? But if they yeah. could, take- would have made sense. But. The fact that they just hate all those shows is crazy. Right, well, you mentioned yeah. they don't like them. So if they could take those characters, I guess, rewrite them the way they want and then sort of work them into their own uh, cinematic I feel universe. like we're not going to see it's, any of these characters. It's going to be tough. It'd be really time. tough. Especially, I feel, um, like... So here's the thing, too, is I feel like with Daredevil in particular would be the toughest just because it's like... And also, you'd have to, like, kind of retcon the fact that they had, like, this whole thing with... Uh, the was it the black sky or or whatnot? Yeah. Oh, um, from from the defenders. Yeah, from the which to me was like and Daredevil seasons one right. And to me that right. was actually one of the most glaring things about it was that and like you sort of see now that when they when they focus on more like street level characters with street level problems, right? It casts it in a more interesting way, right? Right. But like when you're doing things like. Oh yo, <laughs> we're fighting the Chitauri from space. Yeah, no, right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maddie, you gotta get ready because there's a war coming, and you're just like, yo, dogs. And you just say there's a huge like alien invasion in New York. Like, why would why, like yo like wouldn't wouldn't that be a bigger problem too? And like yo, Maddie wasn't there. Maddie was running around in a like on rooftops, like you know, trying to trying to spy on people to get dirt on them so he could bring it up to them in like civil court. <laughs> in civil court. Luke Cage is just walking around Harlem fighting regular dudes while aliens are attacking. Exactly, like, exactly, on, exactly. So I think that would be really difficult but it was really smart the way they took like these characters that kind of had like these um they're like they're basically their um their weaknesses became their strength and i think that that would be something that was important for all people to kind of like recognize like um had like even the fact that and and they could have written in a much like like a much more concise way too you know like it could have been one company that you know the same company that led to jessica jones jessica jones's powers were the ones that you know, caused Matt's blindness, which I think may have been this, the case. I can't, I can't really recall. Right. But you can't recall because there was all this other stuff during the Defenders um, story arc that kind of confused you from like the the whole 
like most of the story, all the individual stories all together. Right, right, right. right. Iron Fist, like you could have just done without the character, right? There was a <laughs> whole lot of what the old folk call hullabaloo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny too is that when they canceled Iron Fist and then Luke Cage, people were like, oh, they're just going to bring them together as like heroes to hire. No, not the case, right? Yeah. So now you have one character that no one really gave a shit much about for, right? And then you have one that another one that they really liked. The seasons were too long, right? Right. And now neither one of them have a platform, right? And bring them into like the the bigger universe is near impossible now. Yeah, but you got to think now with their streaming service, they can do shows that have slight tie-ins, but also, uh, you know, more avenues for more stories and more content for their streaming Ooh. channel. And the thing is, is uh, as the Marvel Phase Three comes to an end, the cinematic universe is Phase Three, right? They have to come up. They need new characters, new stories, new ways to go, right? A lot of actors are leaving. Chris Evans is done with Captain America. Where is he? Uh, <laughs> you know. America never <laughs> stops, folks. <laughs> um, America never ends. <laughs> um, they need more characters. They need more content. They need, need more stories. And now we know they're doing like a Falcon show at some point. That's really what... Um, I, like, I am interested in to, like, to see where they're going, just how big these shows are. Like, right. the Falcon and Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch show. They even said there's talks of a Rocket and Groot show. I'm just like, what? I mean, that could just be awesome. Let's, be let's be yeah, but just think about the money you got to put into that. Shit, well, you know? yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, if you're if it's live action, there's a lot of CGI. But I mean, again, it's also Disney. They like they run the world, right? I'm, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not wrong about that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, runs the their only mistake is that there's no Spider Ham show. Neither, <laughs> neither, neither is there a Howard the Duck show. But Spider Ham <laughs> does pop up in the new Spider Verse. What about Howard the Duck? We need this Howard the Howard Duck. Howard the Duck has cameoed in two. Uh, movies yes, yes. and uh, I have a feeling there's going to be more. <laughs> a, but he's hypothetically a better show than even like Loki. No offense to any, no offense to anyone listening, but yeah, the Loki show yeah, seems okay. to be honest. I would love Howard the Duck show. That would probably yeah, I would be too. I think it Howard would be the hysterical. Duck was a, that, if that was about like a politically incorrect like du <laughs> fucking anamorphic duck. <laughs> <laughs> Like you're envisioning this now, we're like, actually, that would be a pretty interesting show. I think you need to write this up, like a, Jordan. Like an Archie Bunker, uh, Howard <laughs> Duck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you're not getting that from the MCU. I can tell you this much. Um, but, but um, where was I going with? This? Um, my my point. I, you know what I would take though is that if they just kind of like took the same actors and actresses, just kind of threw them into the MCU with no explanation, right? I might actually take that, you know, like because I did that with Spider Man, where they're just like, "Hey, yeah, there's a guy, there's true. a guy, there's a guy I saw on Snapchat who's like killing it on the subways." And I but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They're kind of they're kind of whizzes at like working in these characters like without much explanation, right? So it's just like yeah, I mean they work. I guess the worst were like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, but yeah, I mean that yeah. was that's just sad because now like if they do eventually work in the X Men, right? It's like. You know, you can't make Magneto their father, and Quicksilver's dead already. You know, it's kind oh, of no, because they mentioned that their parents were killed in Age of Ultron, I think. But uh, <laughs> that X-Men movie's also, like, um, sort of overshadowed them because the Quicksilver in, in uh, Days of Future's Past was great. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he's fantastic. Yeah. Way better than, <laughs> yeah. than uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> right. Um, um but yeah, you're, they are kind of whizzes at like working in yeah. these characters kind of out of nowhere. Like Spider-Man now is like blown up, obviously. And it was yeah. just like, 
like you said, oh, there's this guy on YouTube uh, slinging webs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's uh, you know, I think another thing, too, that we need to kind of acknowledge is that the MCU on Netflix did a fantastic job with POC actors and actresses. It's true, though, like, because everybody, <laughs> like, all the police officers, like, a lot of them ended up being, you know, POC and even, yeah. uh, like... The, the main detective in uh, Daredevil season three, uh, I believe he's an Indian uh, American uh, actor, right? Right. So Daredevil season three, uh, JLE, who plays uh, FBI agent uh, K. Nadim, his performance is spellbinding and like truly is a riveting. Spellbinding. It's I a mean, truly I riveting <laughs> performance. I mean, this guy personally, <laughs> nah, yeah. personally, I think this guy deserves like some award. He certainly deserves more accolades from the Asian American community. Um, I've often made the observation sometimes on this show, sometimes in casual conversations that we really get like an Asian or South Asian like Mark Wahlberg, unless it's like Wolf Warrior 2. <laughs> yes. <And> Wolf Warrior 1. <laughs> it's definitely on our, it's our queue. It's on the queue. It's on the queue. <laughs> um, and, and in the case, I think, of uh, JLE, we get that. I mm -hmm. mean, there are, like, so, there are some moments where he's with his family when he's by himself. And like they don't, they don't, make it they don't make they don't make it too like he has to he's forced to talk about like his indian heritage or right. excuse me like his south asian heritage it's never really clear it's never even really brought yeah, up it's really not brought up but like there's this great moment where um like he's talking to kingpin and he says to him like you remind me of this guy jack kemp when i was growing up right and he doesn't talk about like where exactly he grew up right. or like but he mentions the name and i'm presuming jack kemp is a pretty white name <laughs> right <laughs> but it's implied that he like he, like you know you kind of think of it like his inspiration for going into the into the feds was because he saw stuff like that and right. he says that jack kemp was this guy who um did all these nice things for people did all these nice things for people right he gave him money here gave him money here and like and then all of a sudden these families right that he did nice things for um you know come to find out that they all had like 15 keys of heroin in their house like who do you think they arrested right right, right, right. and it's like so telling of like, and like, you know, in most, if this was the 90s, um, Kane Adim would have been a white guy. Let's, right, be, right, let's right, not even right, like right. beat around the bush. Oh, for right. sure. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have even been uh, after. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like, it'd be Harvey Keitel. Like, you know, you remind me <laughs> of this guy, Jack Kemp, I grew up with. You <laughs> know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a real Don't knock Harvey Keitel. <laughs> you know, when we were growing up in, 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 in Bergen, <laughs> in, in, in Bath Beach over by Bergen, you know, he did all these nice things for people, right? I could totally see that happening, right? And, you know, and, and once again, the, 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 the Irish Catholic sensibilities and Daredevil would have to swoop in and save um, Harvey Keitel <laughs> as Kane Dean. Sorry, I'm going off on a, uh, a fantasy riff right here. There right? you go. <laughs> um, watch Bad Lieutenant if you are old enough to watch Bad Lieutenant. <laughs> yeah, watch it if you're not old enough. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, but yeah, his, his performance is spellbinding. And to me, it, it was like... Um, symbolic of like all the great like the, like the way they were able to cherry pick these like um, POC actors and actresses and just right. really drive it in I mean um, another another actress uh, Simone uh, Missick who played Misty Knight I'm hoping I'm saying her last name mm -hmm. correctly but she played Misty Knight and Luke Cage another incredible actress who like you know you know when you know spoiler when she gets the arm you're legit hoping that you're going to get like some more of her in another season of Defenders. Right, right, right. Didn't happen, but she was I mean her first season was um was fantastic. Her in the second season was fantastic. Right. Um her her chemistry with uh Colleen Wing uh in like in season 2 of Luke Cage and from what I understand like uh oh in the Defenders as well was like fantastic, right? Right. 
we're not going to get more of that. And then even her interactions with like her um like commanding officer in season two of Luke Cage, right? Because she, you know, now she's like the now she's like the outlaw cop. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where she's like, I want to get back on the force, and they're like, Yo, your arm was cut off, and she's like, I <laughs> don't care. I I got nothing to do. You have servants pay. I got nothing to do. You're di- you're you're disobeying a direct order, Misty. I don't care, <laughs> right? And, and like <laughs> you're like. Yo, your arm got cut off, dogs. Like, <laughs> well, welcome to 8 a.m. shift, where Jordan will act out Luke Cage season two for you. <laughs> Tune in next time. <laughs> That's definitely if going on. If you missed it on Netflix, <laughs> tune in to the 8 a.m. Right. Um, well, yeah. You also have Amber uh, Rose uh, Riva from Punisher too, another PLC actress that was like a top, like the top agent. Yes, yes. You, know? uh, uh, you have a South Asian. Department of Homeland Security. Exactly. Apparently in, in the um, Marvel Netflix, there's definitely a South, a heavy South Asian, uh, you know, impact in that, in that department. Yeah, you know, um, and she ends up hooking up with a like a former U.S. Marine, current or later, later, later uh, um, government contractor. Jordan was standing and saluting during. <laughs> Sounds like you're you're describing an episode of Quantico or something. <laughs> well, there was like some yeah, there were some elements of that in there, you know. Yeah. And you know, as I was going through it, there's like a list of like um, because we talked about the paramilitary law enforcement elements of right. MCU. There's a list of like every like like verses uh, that I came up with for every for these different various seasons, right? So like Daredevil season one was about a raging Catholic vigilante versus the NYPD. I like it. Right. <laughs> um, the Punisher, and now that you mentioned it, the Punisher was like the U.S. Marines versus NYPD versus Department of Homeland Security. <laughs> Luke Cage, season one, ex-detective slash ex-Marine versus the NYPD. And NYPD's getting a lot, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of shit. Yo, it, well, that's the one note I made was that the NYPD is practically a character of its own. I mean, Detective Mahoney, another POC right. actor... Of course. You know what I mean? Who's in like multiple seasons. You know? Yeah, I mean, they're, he they're shows huge. Up, like, much like Rosario Dawson, he showed up in every other season. Yeah, right, right. I was, Do you know how happy I was to not see Rosario Dawson in Daredevil <laughs> season three? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, I hate to say amazing. it, but you know, the Night Nurse kind of, she becomes sort of like a distraction in some ways. Yeah, a little bit in, little the, bit. in, the, first, in the first two. She, uh, I let, I, listen, I love me some Rosario Dawson. Yo, but, me too, brother. But, exactly. We're <laughs> There's fist a fist bump going on here. I'll describe but, it for the shifters. <laughs> dude, like, through most of Iron Fist season one, I couldn't even stand. I was like, why is she even in this but show? But you want to know what? You don't get more New York than Rosario Dawson. That is true. That is true. <laughs> you know? Side note, I never watched any of Iron Fist. So maybe I'm a poser, but <laughs> no, there's never a point where I'm just like, yo, NYPD versus like, you know, kung fu specialist, like <laughs> white kung, kung fu specialist, kung fu right? <laughs> who kind of came out of a 1970s, like, you know, uh, like Asian, spoil- <laughs> Asian exploitation <laughs> of <course>. <laughs> <laughs> comic book. <laughs> you know, um, what else? Daredevil season two, ninjas versus the NYPD. I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, yeah ninjas. I think so. <laughs> that Please. was a majority of the season. Marine. And a Marine. Marine. Or um, X-Marine, I guess. Uh, and then, you know, Jessica Jones. I say this for season one and two. It was the media versus the NYPD. <laughs> that's what's, uh, you know, that's probably very telling right now, actually, the media versus pretty much everybody, right. honestly. But really, Mike, it's the NYPD versus any everybody. <laughs> that <true>. too, yeah. <laughs> I no, think so. really, Mike, 
<laughs> Jordan's giving me an ice stare. He gave me the Paddington, the Paddington too, stare. Uh, the, the stare. It's a cold. I started watching part two. <laughs> it's a part cold stare. Uh, if you haven't seen, we posted an article. A hard stare. As, a hard stare. As to why Paddington 2 should be nominated for Oscars. And you know what? It should. The movie's fantastic. When is Paddington going to join the MCU? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Paddington Bear. That'd be awesome. Paddington. T- Paddington Bear teams up with Howard the, the Duck. Duck. Yeah. He'll hard stare at Thanos until he just takes the globe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think, was it, yo, Daredevil Season 3, FBI versus NYPD. There you go. You know, so those are all like the, uh, I guess, the military uh, <laughs> law enforcement <laughs> matchups in the Netflix MCU. Law which enforcement is, branches and their, uh, yeah, the, the matches. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, the only thing we didn't get was like, I don't know, Border Patrol. <laughs> and, and we had corrections a little coming. bit too. We had corrections a little bit too. You know, Border Patrol was going to happen in Iron Fist season three when they 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 were keeping out people from uh, what the hell is where is he from? Chang Sun, whatever you know. <laughs> you just went into Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I, know, I was thinking Mortal Kombat. <laughs> no, where's he from? The the, the mystical land. Of- Yo, I don't. I seriously, I didn't watch it because like the more they kept doing like mystical Chinese like ninja shit, I was like. Dogs like <laughs> Kung Lun, yeah, Kung, Kung Lun, Lun, right? Lun, yeah. Kung Lun, right? Which I mean, like, and when they kept doing that, I was just like, and they had a white guy at the front of it. I was just like, Come on I can't, now. I can't you do know? it. I just couldn't do it, you know. But can I say that when Kingpin, when they finally say Kingpin, you remember that moment? That brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, well, it was also another great example of writing that wasn't too like. Like it wasn't contrived, you know what I mean? Right. That was and the early, it made sense. That's er, why I liked it. Early, early Marvel movies. Everyone knows this. You had this propensity for like making contrived because, like, you know, yeah. like uh, I mean, if you ever got to the point where I mean, I'm trying to think of which movie where you were just like, why would anyone do that? <laughs> you know, like, well, like I think like, definitely the earlier Punisher movies. Yeah, I mean, they were, um, they were all off. Well, I'm trying to remember which movie. Where I was just like, why the fuck would anyone say that out loud? You know what I mean? <laughs> Even uh, there's something in Spider-Man 2, like, and, and I love the movie. The movie's fantastic. But when uh, there's a scene when he's fighting Dr. Octopus and they're on the train, like, yeah, on yeah. top of the train. And then like uh, the people on the train are like, they like lift Spider-Man. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, like he's Jesus. Jesus yeah. And they're like, we got you, Spider-Man. And I'm like, what? Like what am I watching right? Now? And I love I love that movie, but it's like that scene. I was like, this is a bit much. Yeah, see, that's why I always felt weird about Spider Man Two. Is that it got a little messianic over things that I kind of didn't care such about. Such a great dude, Alfred Molina is fantastic. Yeah, great, and you that one you really saw Sam Raimi's touches. Yeah, you know? yeah, like because yeah. like he held back in Spider Man One. He's like, all right, I'm getting this giant movie. Let me yeah, not put yeah, my own. There's a lot of Raimi in that too. Yeah, but especially the, the uh, Macho Man bone. Yeah, that. But like, <laughs> but like you know, he he holds back a lot. And then in in Spider Man Two, when when uh, you know the the, the tentacles, tentacles come out, yeah, and you get yeah, those shots the like POV. from the yeah, yeah, that, POV, yeah, that was, and I was like. Yeah. That's, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that was, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of an ex- I'm trying to think of a good example, but I put it like this: like, there's never a point where um, Bullseye calls himself Bullseye. Bullseye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or like, or like he nails somebody and he turns kind of facing the camera, but not directly looking at and it, and he like, goes Bullseye. Yeah, <laughs> and he like winks. You know. <laughs> Although, damn it, I still say I wanted him to get that costume. <laughs> that I is love that is costume. like the roughest moment in the uh, solo movie. There's like there's yeah, a yeah, scene, right. scene when Han Solo's like, name, and he's yeah. like, uh, what's your name? And he's like, Han. 
He's like, your last names. I'm, I'm paraphrasing him. And the guy's like, he's like, I don't have a last name. I'm alone. Or your family name, whatever. And he's like, Han Solo. No, but doesn't, he say, like, some, oh doesn't he say something like, you're flying solo, huh? <laughs> uh, Maybe he doesn't. That would have been cool. Uh, you were like, I would have loved that. <laughs> you're better than this uh, <laughs> but that's Wars. what's so great about that kingpin moment when they finally say his name is that they're like oh yeah it's a code name that yeah they they're like they're like it's after he's finally corrupted all the like you know the the official like uh yes, all of FBI. hell's kitchen no like the <laughs> fbi and stuff like right. that and they're like never say his name go by his code name Kingpin, I was uh, like, yes, it's amazing. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps just hearing it from you guys. Yeah, yeah, no, that was actually really like a really smart way to do it. Right. Yeah. Um, and I know the thing was also interesting too is that yeah, he corrupts the FBI, and you're just like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> who's going to save us now when the FBI has been corrupted? <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> the FBI is corrupted. What are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> I think I'd rather Kingpin. Running the FBI than uh, <laughs> Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Running it now. Uh, anyway, <laughs> pull us back here. Um, do you guys have any uh, sort of last thoughts on uh, the, um, you know, the uh, the demise of the Netflix Marvel shows? Well, I, I mean, it, even though I don't think it was all gold, obviously. Right. And I... I didn't see Iron Fist season two. And the sad thing is, is a lot of people said Iron Fist season two actually got a lot better. Right. So I was kind of looking forward to watching it. I kind of didn't can. watch it's it because season Netflix. one. <laughs> yeah, but like, I'm kind of like, why do that Waste to myself time, now? Yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to watch Punisher because it's Punisher. But I'm like, Better why? watch Punisher. <laughs> season two. Uh, but, uh, but like... Why do that to yourself? Yeah. Like, it's done. You know, you know like, I, I guess I'll just say, you know, one, you can still watch them if you want. They'll be there on Netflix. Uh, and, you know, it was cool to have them when they, while they lasted. But I think we got our best versions of Daredevil and for sure Punisher from sh- from these shows. So it's like, you can be thankful for that. I think that's cool. Well, yeah. the Dolph Lundgren one. <laughs> Not entirely mad at that one. <laughs> All hail Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> I love the Ray Stevenson Punisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I love it too, but it's not a good movie. No, it's, it's just it's, it's, the movie's it's bad, like, but it's like so bad, it's great. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, he's by far the best Punisher for sure, John yeah. Randall. Yeah. And Charlie Cox is probably the best Daredevil. But that being said, I am looking forward to see what Disney Plus does with some of those other shows. So. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll we'll uh, you know we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's uh, another one in the bag, right? That was yeah, a good one. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Michael. <laughs> uh, no problem. Uh, and um, shifters, shifters out. out. It's 8 a.m.